This is Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Ball Review and Houston Round Ball Review Radio with a May 14th one on none update. Going to touch on a few NCA things, specifically proposals by the basketball committee for men's hoops, an update about Trace Young, 6'9 forward, and then something I just really want to get off my chest that I've held on to for about a week or so. All right, here we go. The NCAA Men's Basketball Rules Committee proposed two rules changes Thursday. The first proposal would allow officials to conduct instant replay reviews in scenarios where they call a possession dead due to a shot clock violation. If the official sees on video review that the whistle for the shot clock violation was called in error and the shot was made, the call would be reversed and the field goal would count. It's just a proposal, now keep that in mind. All rules proposals must be approved by the NCAA Playing Rules Oversight Panel, which is scheduled to discuss men's basketball recommendations June 3rd. If approved, the rule would be effective for the 2020-2021 academic year. Currently, if that scenario occurred, Officials do not have the opportunity to correct the call via video review because once they whistle the possession dead for a shot clock violation, it doesn't matter if the ball went in the basket or not. Rules committee members <clears throat> think an error of this kind could lead to a game winning or game losing field goal being wiped away. Since shot clock judgments require split second decisions, they think officials should have the opportunity to use video review in this situation to ensure that the integrity of the game is maintained. I'm going to say right there, duh, I think that's a no-brainer. The next proposal involves resetting the shot clock. Last year, a rules change was implemented where the shot clock was reset to 20 seconds after an offensive rebound. The rationale for the change was that since the offensive team doesn't have to cross midcourt to avoid a 10 second violation, the clock should reset to 20 seconds in order to increase the pace of play. The rules committee proposes expanding that rule so that anytime the offense retains possession of the ball for a throw in into the front court, the shot clock should be reset to 20 seconds or the time remaining, whichever is greater. If approved, this change would correct an omission from last year's rule change and facilitate a clearer understanding of the rule for players, coaches, officials, media, and fans. If the throw-in possession is in the backcourt, however, the shot clock will be reset to 30 seconds. Keep in mind both these proposals, these rules proposals, will be discussed by the NTA Playing Rules Oversight Panel upcoming on June 3rd. So stay tuned to HoustonRoundBallReview.com for an update on that. <clears throat> now I'm going to shift gears and talk about Trace Young, who a few days ago tweeted his final six, excuse me, his final six historically black colleges and university choices. He said he would choose from to continue his college basketball career. The six were 
Prairie View A&M, Jackson State, North Carolina A&T, Howard, Norfolk State, and Virginia State. Keep those six in mind. I'm going to say one more time. Prairie View A&M, Jackson State, North Carolina A&T, Howard, Norfolk State, and Virginia State. Well, Tuesday, May 12th. Trace announced his decision on Fox Sports Radio. <clears throat> his decision? Alabama State. Yep. Alabama State, which was not one of the six finalists. Earlier Tuesday, Alabama State announced it hired former NBA guard Mo Williams as new men's basketball coach. During Trace's appearance on Fox Sports Radio, he acknowledged Alabama State was not part of his final six. But he said, quote, when you know, you know, end quote. He also said he developed a bond with head coach Mo Williams. So let me say that again. Alabama State was not part of his final six. However, they were his choice. And earlier in the day, Mo Williams was named the new head coach of Alabama State. You connect the dots. Trace Young, the three-star uh, high school senior, his senior year high school recruit. He attended Wyoming during the 2018-2019 season. Then he decided to transfer from Wyoming. And initially he decided to transfer to Tennessee. However, he opted to go to John A. Logan Community College in Illinois for the 2019-2020 season, where he averaged 9.8 points, 5 rebounds, 1.8 assists per game. He shot 48.8% from the floor, 32.4% from three, and 66.7% from the free throw line. He participated in 33 games, starting 31. So, there's some tidbits on him. Trace is a dunker. He's known as a high flyer, high riser. So, assuming we have a college basketball season for 2020 and 2021, Alabama State plays Prairie View and TSU as members of the SWAC. So I'll hopefully get a chance to see Trace and Alabama State when they come to town to face TSU or up the road to face PV. Stay tuned for that. Next, NBA draft still scheduled for June 25th as of right now, and it will be postponed. Just a matter of time. Last week, speaking off the record with somebody I've known for a long time. And sometimes you have to just listen and not record conversations, but you still gain knowledge. Got to have that trust factor in certain circles, in all circles, I think. Talking basketball, talking draft, in general discussion. Players, there are players who are told point blank, told repeatedly 
that they are not draftable. In other words, the NBA does not deem them to be one of the 60 players selected in the two round NBA draft. Teams, scouts, GMs, the NBA's undergraduate advisory committee tell players, some players, you are not draftable, son. Some of those players take that in input and return to college. However, a few players take that input, take it into account, put it in, have it go one ear and out the other, and keep their name in the draft and do not return to college. I'm not a fan. So I'm not going to berate the young man, any young man for making making this decision. I saw it announced, I saw some colleague, I don't remember the young man's name, but earlier this week, an example. Young man decided to stay in the draft despite not being on any draft boards, despite not having any chances of being drafted. That tells me that young man doesn't want to go to college anymore. That's fine. That's his choice. I wish him the best of luck. I hope he's making as informed a decision as possible. He can have a career playing pro ball overseas. He can have a career playing pro ball in the G League. That's what he wants to do. He doesn't want to go to college anymore. So be it. That's his choice. He is like many other young men. There were, what, 206 players who put the name in the NBA draft. I think it was 47 international players. So what leave? That leaves about 159 American underclassmen, undergraduates who put the name in the NBA draft. Some of them have already decided, have announced that they are going to return to college. But as I stated, this young man decided he's not going to return to college. There are clearly, out of that 159 or 100 plus, he will not be alone. He will not be the only player who opts to not go back to school and decide to go pro. To all those young men, and obviously the ones who are not guaranteed of being drafted, good luck to you. I've said it in previous one-on-none podcasts, I'm all for a young man going early for the draft, declaring early for the draft, if they're going to get drafted, especially if they're going to go in the first round. This year is a unique year with the COVID-19 pandemic. Players are not even able to work out face-to-face for NBA teams, NBA scouts because of the pandemic. So I wouldn't recommend anyone who's not guaranteed of going in the first round, definitely, but is not guaranteed of being drafted in one of the 60 chosen to be drafted, I would not recommend staying in the NBA draft this year. But unfortunately, as I've known, as I've seen in 
26 years since 1994 of covering basketball. I've met a lot of folks. It only takes one person to stand that young man's ear and tell the young man, you can do it. Don't worry about what these teams say. They don't know what you what you got. They don't see what you got. They don't see what 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 I see in the, in the private workouts. They don't see it. You can do it. You can make it. It only takes one person for and the right person, closest person to that particular player, someone they've trusted for a long, long time, to stay in their ear and give them that input, give them that advice. Stay in the draft. You can do it. You can do it. Despite all the input from NBA personnel, from all the input from head coaches, from people in the know, tell them you're not ready. You won't get drafted. Young man says, I'm going to bet on me and stay in the draft. Good luck to those young men. And we shall see whenever the draft takes place this year for 2020. We shall see, well, honestly, when the draft comes and goes and you aren't picked, and then you aren't even picked up for a G League opportunity, and you become sight unseen and wait for an opportunity overseas, and that may not come, but if it does, I know many guys who've had successful careers and made good money overseas. Good luck to those young men. Good luck to you. For more info on and more insights and more opinions and more commentaries, keep listening to these Houston Round Ball Review One on None podcast updates. I'm Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Ball Review. My website is HoustonRoundBallReview.com. Also, VHRR.com. Been around since 1994 covering basketball. 1994 covering basketball men's and women's college and pro basketball when you visit my website please do one of two things if not both you can chip in and contribute to the houston round ball reviews tip jar via paypal links posted on the site as well as options to sign up to the streaming services disney plus espn plus and hulu links posted on the site you can get all three streaming platforms, which include original programming, original shows, and sports. You bundle all three, you save 25%. You take that option, I earn a commission. You save some money. It's a win-win for both of us. Those commissions add up and help me continue doing what I've done since 1994. Follow me on Twitter, T-H-E-H-R Review. Follow me on Instagram, Houston Round Ball Review. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Houston Round Ball Review. Listen, tune in to these podcasts. They're available on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening. Share the word. Like, comment, subscribe via Apple Podcasts. I have my, as I stated earlier, the Houston Round Ball Review's online radio channel via Airtime Pro, links posted on my website on the homepage of HoustonRoundBallReview.com. I have input information from me as well as colleagues in football, basketball, 
in sports um, in general, talking about HBCUs, discussing the Texans, the Rockets. Um, COVID-19 changed things around, disrupted plans for all of us, disrupted some of the options and plans that I had in mind for the Houston Roundball Roundball Review Radio. But as all of us are trying to do, you got to roll with it and do the best that you can. So as always, thank you for your time. Take care.